Welcome to the Dr. Jennifer Blossom Show, the weekly mental ed show for high achieving women professionals. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Dr. Jennifer Blossom Show. You guys, I am so pumped to dive into today's episode, but before I do, I have to share with you, you guys, no one can see this, but it is like the most jerry-rigged thing I've done in my life. I got this charger replacement from Amazon and for my Mac computer, and I thought it was legit. I thought it was an Apple one. It was not. So I've been wondering why the heck my computer won't hold a charge for more than like five minutes. And I realized that I have to hold this charger up in a certain way for it to charge. And so it's literally scotch taped to my computer up and like kinked to the left in order to hold this charge for this recording today. So super proud of these handy skills. And after this, I'm going straight to Best Buy to get a new charger. <laughs> got to do what we got to do. All right, friends, it is going to be a great episode today. I am stoked to dive into the nitty gritty of what it means, what it looks like, what it what it truly feels like to dive into this space, to dive into this state of being, of saying no, of saying no and setting boundaries when you feel overworked and quite frankly, in life. And this skill is truly transformative on so many levels because it empowers each of us to navigate those complexities of both personal life and our professional life really, really effectively. And the reason why this is so important is because we can create success in both areas of our life in our professional realm and in our personal realm. But I want to be super clear in that success isn't always higher, it's deeper, right? Like we talked about in our last week's episode about going deeper, not higher. So when I talk about success, I, I truly want to embed this into all of our souls of success does not always equate external achievement. Success does not always equate to that next level or doing more or being more. It is clearly how you define it from that internal state of being. Your mental and your emotional well-being, that those demands of leadership can be really overwhelming to all of us. And that's what can lead to burnout. It can impact our productivity. So if we're always saying yes to everything and we don't have those clear boundaries, clear boundaries, it's going to feel very overwhelming all the time. But when we have those clear boundaries, we can begin to focus on the tasks at hand without being bogged down with distractions, with overcommitments, with all of these constant interruptions or an excessive workload. That's why boundaries is so important. Also, the strategic and strong decision-making that 
all of us need to be making on a regular basis, that can become clouded when we are constantly under emotional pressure. And that's really important to be able to delineate what it means for you to be a strong decision maker. And when we are weak or passive in our decision making, what difference would that make if that wasn't your story? If you could be somebody who is both strategic and strong with how they make decisions, what difference would that make in your personal and professional life? And also looking at being a positive role model. When you are somebody who is strong in their boundaries and effective in that communication for implementing and executing on those boundaries, you're going to role model and emulate what is possible for other people in this area. Okay, so it's all about understanding what those boundaries are for you and effectively communicating them because when we're able to do that, those boundaries will begin to facilitate better communication within your organization and within your home, okay? Because when we can communicate ourselves, our limits, our expectations, and our desires, and we can be more transparent and more supportive around what we need and what we want to and feel like we can create without that overstretching, we can begin to reduce the misunderstandings and the the conflicts that can arise because of boundaries in place, okay? So what I thought could be super helpful is if we could go over boundaries that have barriers, right? So so boundaries sound amazing and they sound great. And there are also potential barriers that can suck you down. And, and these sucked me down because I thought I knew how to set boundaries, but I didn't. Because in the realm of setting boundaries, I completely, you know, looking back over my life, completely let these barriers, these pockets of quicksand pull me down and derail me from what true boundaries would have protected me from. And that first, you guys, and also PS, this voice is still rowdy. So the fact that you are here listening to this voice, I love you for that. I love you for that so much. And let's just like listen to the message without the scratch of the voice. So God bless y'all for sticking it through and listening to this voice today. The message is here, I promise. The voice, not so much. Okay, first quick stand. Number one, societal expectations. Okay, this is huge. The, the, the commentary, the belief, the chatter that we should always be nurturing. We should always be accommodating. We should always be available. Come on, right? All of these expectations that society puts on us, especially as women, to to have all these things all the time. Why? What are our expectations of ourselves? Because these expectations can make it really difficult for us to assertively 
set boundaries without fear or without this backlash or judgment. So this is not saying that we are not nurturing or that we are not accommodating or that we are not ever available. This is just knowing when we need to turn that on and not necessarily like we have to turn it on and turn it off. It's just knowing which one of these areas is going to get more of our effort at any given part of the day. Again, self-awareness. The other barrier or quicksand or whatever you want to call it, block, is the fear of being perceived negatively. So fear is a massive block in this area and also a ton of areas in all of our lives for multiple reasons. But for this episode specifically, looking at what that fear of you saying no could lead to. Maybe it's what other people think of you. Maybe it's the thought that, oh, you're uncooperative or you're selfish or you lack commitment, right? This fear, it can hinder you from your ability to prioritize your well-being. So in the, in the name of people pleasing or wanting to keep the peace or wanting to do whatever, you give yourself and say yes to all the things, but then it bites you in the butt. And, and these all happened to me, right? So me was this was this internal struggle for so many years of being a people pleaser for the lack of insecurity, confidence, self for all the things, right? So if I could say yes to all the things, then I could gain all the approval of other people. So I didn't have it for myself. But what happened in that? Well, you say yes to all the things, you stretch yourself so thin and everything else begins to snowball because of that. Not saying that that was the only reason, there were other reasons, but I was one of them. So releasing that fear of how you're perceived. I heard Brooke Castillo once say, what did she say? She said, it's okay to let other people be wrong about you. And when I heard that from her, I was like, yeah, that is very reaffirming. So try it on for yourself. Okay. The other thing to look at is culture. And this really goes into our societal expectations as well. But we have this culture, this grind of overworking, of, you know, this overglorification of if you are the busiest, if you're working the hardest, if you're working the latest, it's this measure, the, the latest, it's this measure of dedication and, de- and and dedicated success. And if you're not doing that, you don't have it or you're not for, for, far enough along. So what messages from culture are you choosing to believe? You don't have to believe any of that. From there, guilt and internal pressure arise. That internal pressure that we put on ourselves of I should be doing more or I should be further along or I should be this, this, and that. Should you be? That internal pressure is huge. The fear of missing out. Okay, this one, the FOMO, If we don't say yes to this or that, we're going to miss out on this opportunity, on that opportunity. And y'all, listen, I am all about creating opportunities, taking opportunities, saying yes, taking the pledge, all of that to a degree. 
if we continue to say yes at the sake of ourselves or our family, that's when things begin to get sticky. So just know that every yes is a no to something else. So take calculated risks. Take calculated yeses. Okay. And then the last part here, and this one was really, um, really important for me, but I didn't realize it. And that was my communication skills to myself and to others and those expectations. And so I thought I was communicating with myself of what I needed or what I wanted or what, you know, I thought was going to be best for, for me, but I didn't communicate that to, to myself. I didn't fully understand what I needed and therefore I couldn't articulate it to others. And so being under, able to understand how to communicate, how to set those boundaries effectively, it's going to require that clear and that assertive communication. And that is truly understanding what you need and being able to articulate that to others. I'm totally taping this to my computer right now. You guys, if you're watching on live, this is behind the scenes of a jerry-rigged session. <laughs> oh, I love it. All right. So I, I wanted to pull in a stat because I love having evidence to back up what we're talking about. Um, the WHO, so the World Health Organization, they have now, y'all listen to this, recognized work-related stress as a global pandemic. Wait, epidemic. I said that one wrong. <laughs> you know, I got pandemic on the minds from three years ago. Okay. So the World Health Organization, they now recognize work-related stress as a global epidemic. Okay. So this looks like excessive workload and long working hours contributing significantly to stress levels. And we know that chronic stress is going to be linked and is linked to a long range of mental health issues, um, issues like burnout, anxiety, mood disorders, and that's just mental health. It's not even looking at other disorders or health conditions. Okay, so that's why this is so crucial, because when we can set up boundaries that are going to enhance your productivity, your creativity, your overall mental and emotional well-being, your relationships, the fun that you have in life, your career, life satisfaction, wouldn't you want to do it? Right? Yes, we all would. We all should. So, oh, this voice, I can't even... Do you know how hard it is to do a podcast with a voice like this? And I love you guys. This episode is so planned out and so meaty for you. And I just, I hope that you are getting the message today. Okay. So how I want to finish us today is by, by sharing with you three practical strategies or tools, things that you can do that you can take away that you can put in your pocket and you can use to set boundaries in your life, both personal and professional, without damaging any relationships or your career goals, your career growth. And this starts first by knowing you 
and knowing your season because these can change and they will change throughout your seasons. The three strategies that I'm going to share with you, they can be applicable to personal coffee dates, play dates, marathons, workouts, um, any hobbies you want to do, friends you want to hang out with, uh, commitments, right? Sports, opportunities, and of course, all your professional endeavors as well. So I trust that how you will receive this strategy or these next three strategies will be the way in which that you are supposed to receive them and the ideas and the associations that you make because of these strategies or the examples that come forth for you, I believe are the ones that you're meant to make associations with, okay? So there's no wrong or right way. Just let your brain do its thing and how it wants to make these connections. Okay, so the first one is having a positive frame and a positive appreciation. This is really important because when we can express gratitude for the opportunity, when we can express gratitude for the request, whether the request is, hey, do you want to go to coffee or do you want to go to whatever, this workout, or do you want to go speak at this event or do you want to train this team or you know, have an opportunity to, to work on this project or whatever it is, right? So important that we're able to acknowledge the request, that we're able to acknowledge the task or the project and, and truly, genuinely convey our appreciation. That's, that's, that's huge. That's really important. An example could be, um, you know, I, I really appreciate you for thinking of me to, to do this project. It sounds like a super valuable opportunity. Um, unfortunately, due to my current commitments, um, I can't take this on at this time. Okay. We're grateful for it. And here's the boundary and here's the line. And I'm going to hold that line. Same thing for a workout, right? Super thankful for this opportunity at this time. Blah, 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 blah. Gratitude. Here's the reason. Boundary. Okay. Positive framing and appreciation. That's huge. The second one is offering alternatives or solutions. You don't have to use all of these in one sitting. You don't have to use all of these in one, you know, example. It, it could be you use one, you might use two. Like it, it just let them sink how they sink with you. Okay. Okay. So for this one, so for offering alternatives or solutions, instead of a straight up refusal or a straight up, I can't do that, offer something different or Offer ways to meet that request without your direct involvement. With this approach, you're able to show your willingness, your ability to contribute or to collaborate, but just in different ways. So an example could be, so work example is I would, I, I, um, I would love to be part of this project. Unfortunately, I, I won't be able to lead this project, but I can certainly provide support and guidance to the person who takes it on. Uh, we could also explore ways to delegate specific tasks to different team members. Okay, so again, it's not a straight up no or a big wall. We have different solutions to the task at hand. The last one 
is setting clear expectations and boundaries. So this approach is very important where you are able to clearly communicate and clearly articulate your current workload and set expectations for what you can realistically handle and doing so unapologetically. Okay, this is where you're able to emphasize your commitment to delivering high quality work by maintaining manageable with all of your responsibilities. And if you are taking on all of these projects, all of these yeses, all of these external commitments in your personal and professional life, you can't give all of it your best. You just can't. You're human. I'm human. We can't do that. So an example of how to word this could be, I am currently working on several um, high priority projects or you know, we have a, a house renovation or we are working on this project or that project or we're, or we're practicing more family time as a family. Um, and I, I want to make sure that I'm giving my best to, to X, whatever, X, Y, Z, this project, that project, home, whoever. Okay. And given my current season or, or these projects or my workload or whatever it may be, um, I cannot take on any additional tasks or, um, you know, I can't, I can't do any workouts on this day for the month of January or the month of February, whatever it is, um, without compromising, you know, myself to my family or without compromising my work. So you can see how that sort of response is communicating where you're at, what you're committed to right now. And thank you, but no thank you type flow. Okay, so these three approaches, a positive frame and an appreciation, offering different alternatives or solutions, and setting clear expectations and boundaries are going to be so helpful for you in being able to really hone in your power to be a very strong leader, a very strong woman without burning yourself out in the process. And these three tools will help you to do that. So play with them, practice them. These examples were all work-related, but you can also use them in different areas of your life. So give it a shot. I am so excited to hear how they go. And remember, it's okay to be assertive. I used to not be at all. It used to scare me. I never wanted to hurt anyone's feelings or I wanted everybody to like me. Quite frankly, I don't care. <laughs> so being able to practice, practice assertiveness is a new skill and I love it. I love it. And it's changed my life and I want it to change yours as well. And in that, I have been able to claim back so much empowerment Authenticity, strength, power, and it's a beautiful thing. So practice it. Practice these three strategies. I know they are going to truly impact you. Okay, I love you guys. Hopefully next week, the voice is back. If you loved this episode, do me a solid leave a review on iTunes. It would be so helpful. And also share it out on Instagram. Tag me. I am at Dr. Jennifer Blossom. Share with your friends. Would love to see your support in those areas. Okay. And as always, 
I love you guys. I'll see you back here next week, same place, same time. Hey, and if you want more details on how we can go deeper together, these podcasts are a snippet of the work that we do. You can head over to drjenniferboston.com, check out ways that we can go deeper with our coaching programs, our live events, and so much more. I love you guys. I'll see you back here next week. Are you a high achieving woman who is feeling overwhelmed, exhausted, and in need of a change? If yes, then it's time to transform your life with our stress to strength four day meditation plan. This is a free resource that I created for women just like you who are ready to say goodbye to burnout as you conquer exhaustion and revitalize a re-energized you. You'll also discover brilliance from within and unlock your full potential with ease while embracing inner peace and tranquility from within. And the best part, you're going to learn how to prosper like never before by activating true abundance that overflows and allows you to positively impact not only your own life, but those around you. This four-day meditation is completely free and it's meant to help you transform stress into inner strength so you can reclaim your life, reignite your brilliance, and prosper abundantly. Download yours now at drjenniferblossom.com forward slash audio, or you can click the link in today's show notes. Your transformation begins here. I'll see you inside. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Dr. Jennifer Blossom Show. Remember, every week is an opportunity for you to grow the leader within. 